Relying on someone who doesn't know you or your situation to give you specific financial advice is just plain dumb. That's why everything said on this show is just helpful information. If you want specifics, give us a call. All opinions expressed here are ours. GenWealth Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. This week and all month long, in fact, we're taking you on a retirement road trip. March is the month for spring break vacations, and you probably spent weeks or even months planning yours. How about spending some time planning your retirement with us? That's straight ahead on the Get Ready for the Future show. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. Happy March, and welcome in to another edition of the Get Ready for the Future show. Broadcasting all across the state of Arkansas, we are glad to have you with us once again. My name is Scott Inman, John Shrewsbury, and Janet Walker, co-founders of Genwell Financial Advisors to my right, and Stephanie Smith of our staff is to my left. Good morning to all of you today. How are you, morning. sir? Oh, man, I am doing great. March is here, and just saying the term spring break. Amen. It gets exciting around yeah. my house. We're going to be planning a trip, I'm sure a lot of... Uh, Janet, are you going somewhere, too? I'm not. No. Our, our son is going on a mission trip to the Dominican Republic, and awesome. we decided we... We're just going to stay home. The rest of us are. There's lots of stuff I want to do, like on the land behind us. We're just going to enjoy that and and just stay in prayer while while our kid is out of the country for the first time without us. So, so a little break, a little <laughs> yeah, bit of a break. Yeah, we but, are, but no long trip. One of yeah. the members we were just talking about. One of the members of our team uh, on a on a cruise as we speak yeah, right now yeah. and getting some. R and R, and and I'm going to be taking the family to Florida for a spring break. So we're going to get out of this uh, Arkansas. Uh, I don't know schizophrenic climate. I guess it's it's Changeable. warm, warm today. Changeable. Yeah, that's Changeable. a better way to, every, to say it. Every time you talk about going to Florida, I instantly think about your GPS story. We, we're, <laughs> that's we're probably going to talk about that today. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is it. That's a good story. I have to get a little humble with that. One, but uh, <laughs> we're going we're to get humble with you. So, are you planning a spring break trip? I know it's still probably well. It's two weeks away for for uh, the kids. Uh, for my kids to be out for spring break for a week till we're going. We're starting to get excited about it a long time out. Maybe you are too. And let me say this. If you're listening to us on radio today, absorb some of what we're talking about. But I think it's a great idea to, if you are taking that spring break trip, make sure you get us on iTunes. Look at the pod, Listen to the podcast while you're on your trip. Because while you're headed towards those spring break destinations, I think there are a lot of analogies, a lot of, uh, of comparisons that we can draw between planning our vacation and planning our retirement. Think about this. When you're planning your vacation, you think about what do you want to do? You think about how will you spend your time? And and if you're like me, that's doing nothing, right? Yes. Some people have a very uh, complicated schedule on vacation. I don't. I like to just sit around. What do you want to accomplish? Because if you're going somewhere and you want to see something, that's on your list, right? This is things. This is something that you want to do. I don't think retirement should be much different, guys. I, I the older I get, I've become a much more uh, professed nothing doer. <laughs> nothing doer. I, I I can do nothing very well for a short amount of time. For a short yeah. amount of time. I, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it used to be I couldn't do any. I, I just you know I always had to be doing something. Something. Now it's kind of like okay. It's not too bad. I think yeah. I can deal with this for an hour or two. So uh, <laughs> definitely nothing, doing nothing is on the list as far as a spring break would be concerned. But you can't do nothing as far as your retirement is concerned. Yeah, as far as your, you know, the entire time that you're going to be in retirement, obviously you're going to want to be doing something most of that time. But also, I don't know that I can say you can't do nothing because that, that just makes my English Nerves kind of, it's it's a problem. But anyway, um, <laughs> to use your phrase, John, to say you can't do nothing, you, in preparation for retirement, for that trip, if you will, for that journey, you can't do nothing. you got to right. do something about it. Uh, look, people in Arkansas understand what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> English majors may not. I was not an English well, major. <laughs> you were a language major, so there you go. So on today's show, some practical things that can help you get the most out of your retirement. We're going to talk about setting your sights up here first, counting the cost, another topic of discussion in today's show. Ask for directions, and that's where Scott's GPS story will come in. And chart the course. Those are the headlines. Those are the topics today. So let's dive in with set your sights. And have you ever heard that saying, 
that you only hit what you aim for. And and there is a lot of truth if, as you gain life experience in in that. And and Janet, you, there's a great story you have that really illustrates that point. Yeah, so we've got some, some family friends. The daughter uh, was learning how to ride a bicycle. Her dad was standing there. They had taken the training wheels off, and, and he's holding the bike, getting ready for her to go. And there's this vast expanse of nothing in the way. And there's one singular tree, okay? She's not aimed for the tree, but she looks at her dad before he lets go of the bike, and she's go, she says, Daddy, what about the tree? And he goes, Honey, you're not going towards the tree. Don't worry about the tree. Daddy, what about the tree? Honey, you're not going towards the tree. And he, he says, Okay, you ready? Let's go. And so she starts pedaling and pedaling, and she goes, Daddy, tree, tree, Daddy, tree, tree, Daddy, tree, tree, splat. Uh-huh. She hits the tree. Yeah. And, and again, there was a vast expanse of nothing in the way. Mm-hmm. But you steer where you stare. We've talked about self-fulfilling prophecies. Mm-hmm. Because she was focused on the tree, she hit the tree. So if you're sitting around thinking about your retirement and going, this is not going to be good. I'm not going to be ready. You know yeah. what? Tree. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> well, and I think about the people who are constantly thinking that the market's going to blow up. Mm. Yeah. You know, what is the old saying that uh, a broken watch is correct twice a day? Mm-hmm. And and I think that that's kind of the, the same thing with p- people who live in fear of, of a market meltdown. Are we going to have a market meltdown? Yep, probably mm-hmm. will be at some particular point in time. But if you take a look at a graph of all of the ups and all the downs of the market, what you will find is is that the, the downs are relatively short-lived. Yes. And they are exceedingly less severe on the downside than the good days are or the good years are on the upside. Mm-hmm. And so it is you you live in this fear of the bad thing happening and then all of a sudden you do have a bad month or a bad year in the market and you throw up your hands and you go, see, I told you so. I knew it was going to happen. A lot of people did that uh, just here recently, Scott, when mm-hmm. we went through the downturn in, in October, November, and December of 2018. Yep. It was like, uh, you know, somebody had taken away the punch bowl. The party was over. And see, here we are. We're down 20%. Well, here we are not even uh, – Two months, two full months later, and we're almost back to where the the highs were back in 2018. It really is what you focus on does have an impact on how you perceive things. And really, sometimes it has an impact on the outcome if you focus on that and then do the wrong thing at the wrong time for the wrong reason. And I'll tell you, we're going to talk a little bit more about this in our fastest four minutes in investing. But just to put some numbers behind what John said, since the low on Christmas Eve of 2018, the S&P 500 index is up 18.8% as of February 22nd. And those are the most recent numbers we're looking at here as we record this show. So here's, I think, the the takeaway from this, Scott. If you are focused on how bad the economy might or might not be, if you're focused on, I don't know if I'm ever going to make it in retirement, you know, you probably won't. Because that's just your mindset, and there are there is reality to this thing called a self fulfilling prophecy. If you feel like that that you know things are going to work out and that you're going to take advantage of the opportunities, and you'll have to weather some storms, but you're going to walk through that in a very determined way because you have set your path, you have set that goal, and you're not going to be deterred from that goal, then you've got a lot higher likelihood of reaching your destination, whatever that destination might be. I just think that it's a mindset thing that you've got to have when you look at this road trip for retirement. you got to understand what that destination is, where you're going, and then you've got to not take a look back. You've always got to be looking forward. So if you focus on the tree, you're likely going to hit the tree to follow up on Janet's bicycle story. Hey, we've got to take a break. We're just getting started on the Get Ready for the Future show, talking about your retirement road trip. As March is spring break month, maybe you're taking a trip. Maybe you should spend some time with us planning your retirement road trip. Back right after this. Don't touch that dial. Straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money is right around the corner. The Get Ready for the Future show returns after this.
Life can be so busy, it's hard to even picture retirement. That's why you need somebody you can trust who will paint that picture and help turn dreams into reality. Plan, personalize, and protect your future with the team at GenWealth. Call 877-341-7355 to schedule an appointment. Now, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. Investments and economics move at the speed of light. And we've got the latest information you need to know to stay ahead of the game. From GenWealth Financial Advisors, it's the fastest four minutes in investing. As always, our thanks for those of you watching on social media and for those of you listening on the Get Ready for the Future show on the radio side. This is the fastest four minutes in investing, and we're going to do our best to get through five key questions in four minutes. So let's set the scene, John. We'll talk about where we are in the stock market And as of February 22nd, the S&P 500 index is up 18.8% off its Christmas Eve 2018 low. So the the bottom of this market was on Christmas Eve of last year. We're up 18.8% since then on the S&P 500. Of course, that followed, this, this most recent upswing has followed the worst fourth quarter for stocks since the Great Depression. So we've gone way down, we've gone way back up, and now obviously investors want to know where do we go from here. And really, we always go back to fundamentals. So question number one, is earnings growth strong enough to propel propel stocks higher? Yes, I, I think it, it probably is going forward into 2019. We are looking for about a, a level of 3,000 on the S&P 500 by the end of the year. Right now, we're at about 2790, somewhere in there. And so not a lot of ground to go, but we think that the rest of the year is going to be harder in terms of gains than the first part of the year has been. And so we do believe that the S&P 500 will will probably get into the 3000 range, but the treading is going to be a little bit tough. Watch out for that volatility. So when we hit those Christmas Eve lows, stock valuations were very attractive. Now we've accelerated again uh, to this 18.8% in gain. So have stocks, this is question number two, have stocks gotten too expensive? I don't think so. I think we're looking at a valuation of about 16 as far as the price to earnings ratio is concerned on stocks. That is in line with normal uh, price to value ratios. And we feel like that that stocks are in a good place. Now, if stocks continue to go higher and earnings trail off, then mm. stocks could be overvalued. But the earnings is really what we're going to be looking at for the next foreseeable future as this market is getting a little bit longer in the tooth, it's got to be supported by those earnings. So let's talk volatility. We expect that to continue in 2019, of course, but will we retest a low? That's question number three. Do we need a retest. Uh, need is a relative Nobody term. Wants I, I don't think anybody wants a retest, and certainly not back to the December twenty fourth, two thousand eighteen level. We do think that that the volatility will be more muted than that, but we do think that there is going to be volatility. So don't say here we go again. If we do have a downturn, it is going to be, I, I would believe, a more uh, kinder, gentler. If I could uh, channel George Bush, uh, it'll be a kinder, gentler pullback than we had at the end of eighteen. All right. So we've talked about our question so far. Can stocks keep going higher? Is earnings growth strong enough to propel stocks higher? Have stocks gotten too expensive? Do we need a retest? Our final one with a minute left is, is sentiment now overly bullish? And that's sentiment in terms of investor sentiment. Do they believe we have a bull market that's going to continue or are they in belief of a bear just around the corner? Scott, it's interesting that we're up as far as we are since December 24th, but we have what I would call contained optimism. And contained optimism is a good thing. It is not irrational exuberance, as Alan Greenspan said famously one time. The contained optimism should be healthy. And in fact, we're really kind of surprised that we're really not more on fire about the market than we are. So I think people are cautious. I think that volatility kind of put things in perspective. And I think things are cautious. But the thing that we don't want to do is we don't want to get too overconfident. Overconfidence is one of the overs that we look at as far as a recession is concerned. That's what we want to avoid. I think it's interesting. That's the fastest four minutes in investing. The Get Ready for the Future show continues after this. 
The road to financial independence isn't easy, but it starts here. Back with more financial wisdom from the Gen Wealth team after the break. You're listening to the Get Ready for the Future show. From the studios of the Gen Wealth Radio Network, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. I want to invite you to get your copy of John and Janet's new book, Your Retirement Should Be More. You can find out more about it by going to the website, retirementshouldbemore.com. And if you'd like to learn more about our GenWealth Ready to Retire process and uh, how that process works, you can call our office line, 501-653-7355, to set up an appointment with a GenWealth financial advisor near you. And we've got offices Spread out all over the state now in West Little Rock, Hot Springs, Bryant, El Dorado. We're also in Northwest Louisiana. Welcome back into the Get Ready for the Future show today. We're talking about a retirement road trip all month long. The month of March, which of course is spring break vacation time for a lot of us. We're talking about planning that retirement road trip. And we talked about in the last segment, we're going to finish it up here, about setting your sights, picking your destination, the importance of where your target is. And just to follow up on what... Uh, Janet was talking about with the bicycle story. What I thought of when I heard of that, uh, heard that story, Janet, was I think of soccer. Of course, I think of soccer a lot. My daughters play. My wife is a coach. And they will tell you that the goalkeeper in soccer will wear a bright colored jersey, different from the uniforms of both of the teams. So they don't wear the same color as as their teammates. And the reason they do that is, is because it is attractive. It draws your eyes to it. And guess what? What do most people, when they're taking shots, do? They hit it right at the keeper. Yeah, they they don't want to hit it. That that net is huge. There is all sort. There are all sorts of places you can hit it away from the keeper and still score a goal. But oftentimes, when they're on a breakaway, a one on one, or even taking a penalty kick, they hit it right into the gut uh-huh. of the keeper because their eyes are drawn to it. Yeah. So you do hit what you're aiming for, even subconsciously. And when you talk about your ideal retirement, I don't know if that's a phrase that most people really think about. I think, John, even even people who have probably come into our office with enough assets to provide themselves a good income in retirement and could have spent some time thinking about an ideal retirement for themselves are really more worried about running out of money. Yeah, I think oftentimes we don't really capitalize on everything that we have at our at our fingertips, and and there are times that that people come in and they they say, you know, I just I just want to be sure that I'm I'm going to have enough, and and they have more than enough, and they are able to to move through retirement with with relative ease uh, after they do some planning. But it does take planning. It does take being sure that that you have counted the cost as as we say. And I wanted to, to bring Stephanie in on this conversation because Stephanie has actually had the opportunity to 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 leave a career and actually technically retire and is launching into a second career here at GenWealth. Uh, she spent 27 years with the Social Security Administration in the Hot Springs office. And Stephanie, was all your retirement and your opportunity to have a second career didn't just happen, did it? No, it did not. Um it honestly is started as simple with my husband and I getting on the same page with the monthly budget. And yep. I know that was very, it, it was very painful for me for a year. Honestly, each month, my husband would want to go over every penny by penny over what we spent. <laughs> and, um, so, but, we, so you have one nerd and one free spirit. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, um, but you know, it gets easier. It really does. You know, and when you're conscious of what you're spending, you make better use of your money. Right. Now, now we're not saying in order to retire, you have to have a nerd on your team that, that counts every penny. That's not what we're saying. But we are saying that, that you do have to have a plan and you do have to have a methodology for actually getting to retirement. So Stephanie, we were talking about this earlier. You guys didn't start budgeting like the month before retirement. What made the difference for you guys? Um, well, with that budget is, you know, where your money's going and we decided what we wanted to do, you know, and mm-hmm. then where your money's going then dictates in the future where you want to be and what you want to do. So how, because, how long had you guys been on that path together? Honestly, for a good five to eight years. Yeah. And, you know, we believe in the Dave Ramsey. So we had worked through lots of the steps in the Dave Ramsey process mm-hmm. And, um, and had a lot of our debt paid off, you know, in the meantime as well, my mother passed away 
And that helped us going through the Dave Ramsey program because we were diligent with the money that mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. got from my mom passing. Right. And so that it helped us fulfill the six month savings part. So you just kind of build. And yeah. if you have that plan to start with, then when those unexpected things happen, you, you find yourself being a little more responsible and not just blowing the money. You know, after 30 years of being in this industry and, and seeing all kinds of things that people have done, both good and bad, as far as retirement is concerned, there's a couple of common denominators I want to talk about. One of them, Stephanie just talked about, that they were debt-free. Uh, they were able to uh, allow Stephanie to, to step out of the career that she had at Social Security because they didn't have a lot of debt hanging over their head. That is a common denominator of a lot of people who are successful at retirement. Now, am I saying that you will be unsuccessful at retirement if you have debt? Not at all. You can plan around that. But it is easier if you're debt-free. That's simple. Well, it's always a cash flow question. And so you don't have to have as much cash flow if you don't have debt. It really is a, a simple equation. And then the other thing is, is that there is a common denominator of people that have a substantial amount of guaranteed income at retirement. If you've got a substantial amount of guaranteed income at retirement, you know that that your bills are going to get paid because you have that guaranteed income, those guaranteed income sources. For folks that don't have that guaranteed income, you're leaving it essentially to chance whether or not you're going to be able to consistently pay your bills throughout the time of your retirement. And I think that that, those two factors, Scott, are the two common denominators that I look across the entire client base of GenWealth and I go, okay, what is the, what, what, what do all these people have in common? Because they certainly have different economic situations. They have different social situations. They have, you know, there's a difference in racial makeup. You may, you name it. There's all kinds mm-hmm. of differences. What are the common factors? The common factors are a source, uh, a steady source of guaranteed revenue for them to live on and being debt free. Well, we talked about setting your sights when you're mapping out your retirement road trip. Counting the cost is what we're talking about now. And Stephanie mentioned Dave Ramsey. He says, live like no one else now, so later you can live like no one else. And that's sacrifice. And and, and I think if we draw this back to the comparisons to our spring break vacation, I'm going to leap ahead and talk about a vacation I'm planning this June for, for my son and I as he graduates high school. We're going out west, and he's wanted to see Yellowstone, and we're going to take a national park tour. And when we started mapping that out, and obviously we're doing that several months ahead of time, we had to count the cost of that vacation, right? I mean, I hope that those of you listening today are not going on vacation and just taking the credit card, right? I mean, you have to think about what is it going to cost you and what can you not do? Because when we started setting our sights on that vacation... It was a pretty big There's plan. a lot of choices. There are a yeah. lot. We're going to basically go through Yellowstone and down through Southeast Utah. And I had I had six or seven parks on the list. Well, mm-hmm. we had to scale that back. Yeah. I mean, we couldn't do everything we wanted to do in three months. Now, if I had more time to plan, maybe in a year or two, maybe so. But we had to scale that back. We had to decide what sacrifice we had to make in time and in fun and finding contentment and enjoyment in what we were going to do to make sure we could make it a successful road trip. And the same is true on your retirement road trip. Yeah, and you've got to do what's called your due diligence. You've got to be diligent in terms of you know saving, and, and that's what really Dave is talking about when he mm-hmm. says you've got to live like no one else today so you can live like no one else tomorrow. You yeah. know, everybody has that guy that, that they know that they go, oh, yeah, that guy's got 50 cents of every dollar he's ever made. Well, mm-hmm. how did he get there? Yeah. How did that that just didn't happen? He was diligent. He he worked at it. He had a purpose. He had a plan. That's right. And so he was able to set that money back. In business, we have what we call due diligence. It depends on what sector of the business you practice. The definition of due diligence differs a little bit, but you've got to look ahead and say, okay, what are the prospects? What are the things that I can do with this? What does the road look like ahead? And, and then you've got to, as we say, count the cost. You've got to say, what is it that I'm going to give up? today in order for me to get 
something in return tomorrow. I think sometimes we get caught in this trap of living for today because we are not assured of tomorrow or we're right. not assured of the outcome that we're looking for for tomorrow. And Janet, that's what we try at GenWealth to help you control is the outcome of your retirement. You know, I, I think it's really all about just taking some time to think. You, you know the you know the phrase, sometimes I sits and thinks and sometimes I just sits, you know. I know that we, phrase very well. We don't think enough about all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. We just don't think enough. These blasted little telephones that everybody has in their, in their hands, we're in front of a screen all the time and it's brainless activities, whether it's social media or watching television or whatever. We don't sit and think, Mm -hmm. which means we don't plan. And when you think about like, in the Disney World is the example we usually use in this. It takes some planning to go to Disney World and come back with any pennies left in your pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you better do some planning for that. The same is true for retirement. You need to do some time where you sits and thinks. Mm-hmm. You know, it requires both. That the challenge is there's never a day when you wake up and go, "Today's the day that I'm going to pull the trigger on spending some time to sit and to think about." retirement. But you've got to do that. Let's draw a line to the investment too, John, when it comes to the strategy of investments. I think if you haven't sit and thought about it too much and you haven't really thought about the sacrifice or the time or the diligence, sometimes when people come in and see us, their first mindset or their jumping off point for their mindset is, is I, you guys are the investment gurus. I'm going to hand this over and we're going to have these eye popping rate of returns yeah. And I'm going to take the easy way, right? I, it's all really about savings rate and the right investment strategy, taking on only enough risk to get you to the outcome you want. Yeah, the the whole idea is you've got to balance risk and return. Certainly, you know, if you just put the pedal to the metal, get a big return, if you could consistently do that, that would be the way to go. Mm-hmm. But you can't consistently do that. So you, what you've got to do is you've got to balance the risk and the return. And that is a big part of what we do in the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process. The income for life model that we use to structure retirement income does just that. It balances risk and return. If you look at the overall rate of return of the income for life model, it's not going to set the world on fire, Right. nor do we want it to, nor do you want it to. Because if you are trying to set the world on fire, that's when you have those big downturns in the market. That's where you begin to have the negative effects of that market on your portfolio and cause you to run out of money before you run out of time. So setting your sights, picking your destination, that's important on your retirement road trip. And then this segment, we were talking about counting the cost. Coming up after the break, it's about ask for directions. And we've sort of started to tiptoe into that area as well already. So stay with us. We'll take a break. The Get Ready for the Future show continues right after this. Like what you hear? The Get Ready for the Future show is always just a click away. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, or on our website, getreadyforthefuture.com. We'll be right back. More straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money coming at you. We're back with the Get Ready for the Future show. Planning out your retirement road trip all March long. We're talking about that as you plan your spring break vacation and go on your spring break vacation. And as I mentioned earlier in the show, let me encourage you to follow us on iTunes or Stitcher. Get the podcast and go back and listen to one of these podcasts as you take that spring break vacation and get some pointers, get some thoughts about setting your sights on your retirement road trip and how to get there. Set your sights was our first topic of discussion earlier in the show. We talked about counting the cost. What are the sacrifices of time and money that you need to make to get to that site that you're setting, your destination? We're going to talk in this segment about asking for directions. Before we get there, I do want to say thanks to everybody who came out to our most recent Gen Wealth Academy workshop earlier this week. On Thursday, we were at Mike's Place in Conway talking about the three big risks. The three big risks to your retirement and some possible solutions and strategies to take on those risks. We had a good turnout, great interaction, uh, lots of feedback, and I think it was a great night. And we always have a Gen Wealth Academy workshop coming up just around the corner. We have a couple coming up very soon. We're going to talk about at the end 
of this segment. But right now, we're getting into ask for directions. Once you've decided on your road trip destination, what your retirement should look like, what you'd like to be doing, how you would spend your time, and you've counted the cost of how you need to get there from an asset perspective, you have to get some help. And let's draw the picture here of how we get help when we are on road trips in today's society because I have a very painstaking uh, memory wish, when wish, it comes. Well, I wish we had the video rolling. When, uh, that, that expression was priceless <laughs> right there. It would make you feel really sorry Listen, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Listen, just, I don't go anywhere without an atlas still today. Uh, and, and, an and that, atlas? Yes. An actual, for this reason, because he got scarred. Yes. So for millennials <laughs> listening to the show, an atlas is this big <laughs> – map booklet that you fold out of all 50 states each page has a different state sometimes even really details uh, really detailed descriptions of cities it's done a, on a stone tablet no 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 they had they had paper <laughs> i mean i mean paper. but it's they like it's like them. the size of my torso though no, i mean seriously no no i'm 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 not dissing you yeah. I, I grew up taking atlases everywhere but seriously an atlas is i'm helping those who haven't seen one before yeah. they're yeah. large they are yeah, and that's part of the beauty of them. Really, yes, it's way bigger than your. Oh, my cell husband phone is screen. with you, Scott. Yes, yeah. always yeah. had one for four dollars, so yeah. I couldn't resist it last month. Yes, well, for yeah. Valentine's Day, actually, that was his gift. Oh wow! <laughs> wow, what a romantic. I to hear that story. What a romantic marriage they have. <laughs> I never knew. I never that is, knew. That is interesting. So about your atlas. Anyway. Yes. So I don't actually always open the atlas when we're on a road trip. I'm just like everybody else. Of course pull, not. Pull. You're just the typical male that doesn't <laughs> yeah, ever open right. the atlas. I got it, but I'm not ever going to ask it for directions. Well, I still rely on the GPS on my phone just like everybody does these days. But uh, I was burned once or twice. But the most famous burning that the GPS uh, uh, laid on me was when I was on a Razorback road trip a few years ago. And this is actually this is going back to 2013 now. This was Brett Bielema's first year. The Razorbacks played at Florida in Gainesville, and we took a trip down there and used the GPS as soon as I landed at the Gainesville airport to get to the hotel. The day before the game, it got me right there. The next day for the game, I used the GPS to take uh, the trip from the hotel to the football stadium. It took me right there from the stadium back to the hotel. No problem. The next morning, I was flying out, coming back home to Arkansas, and I and my flight left right about sunup. So I was up in the pre-dawn hours. It's still dark from the hotel. And I plug in Gainesville Airport, right? I've already done it once. I've gone from the airport to the hotel. So I plug it back in and it locks me in. And I notice that I'm taking a different route back to the airport than I took from the airport. That was your first clue. That was my first clue. But hey, <laughs> when you don't have an atlas and all you've got is the GPS, what are you going to do? Right? You rely on it. So I just followed the left-right directions it turns me left into a neighborhood at one point. Now, uh -oh. now I'm really starting to doubt the GPS because I'm I'm looking at houses and, and I don't see an airport. It says right then left, and it puts me into a cul-de-sac and says you have arrived at the Gainesville Airport. Now, <laughs> it's still not sun up in Gainesville, right? There's no hotels, no I, restaurants. I'm nothing. an hour or so, hour and a half or so away from my flight leaving. And he gets out of the car and he uh, encounters this Florida swamp guy that goes, <laughs> you ain't from around here, are you, boy? <laughs> this is my story, John. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> that did not happen. Yeah. I did have choice words for the GPS. Uh, I, actually, <laughs> I actually did talk to the GPS. No, uh, long story short, I get the directions from a convenience store clerk who happens to be working and it is up. And then I finally get to the Gainesville Airport. And the only thing that saved me from missing my flight is that the Gainesville Airport only has three gates. So there was literally one dude in the, in the line, the security line ahead of me. So it was no wait at all. I yeah. threw, threw the keys at the rental car guy, went into the security line, got there, and the gate was closing. But I got on board, got back. Everything you did worked an out. OJ through the at, uh, the uh, no, Gainesville no Airport. Let's no, not OJ. let's not do that. Well, no, maybe not. Uh, <laughs> no, but, you know, you get the image of what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> so the point is, I have never fully trusted the GPS since that day, and I've always traveled with an atlas as a backup. And the point we're trying to make here, even though we went around it pretty far, yeah. is asking for directions from the right sources is a must when it comes to planning your retirement road trip. 
Scott, Gen Wealth, if it is anything, it has three tenets that, that are in our DNA. We are education-driven, strategy-based, and team-delivered. And that all fits with what you're talking about here and asking directions. Obviously, education-driven is we're giving you directions. We're yeah. giving you the information that we have studied for years and years and years about retirement, the things that we know that work. And so education is a huge part of that, Janet. You know, there are so many times when that comes into play where, where people don't even know that they need to learn something. I'll give you an example from just this week. Um, we had a couple who came in and one of them is uh, is getting a severance package um, because of some significant layoffs and that type of thing and where they work. And they were thinking about what that was going to do to them in terms of taxes. Now, keep in mind, we don't do taxes, but this was something that we could, could help explain. They were concerned that that was going to push them into the higher tax bracket and had the misunderstanding that every dollar they made was going to be subject to that higher tax bracket instead of being tiered. They had no idea that it was tiered. And what we have found over the years, most people don't understand that. So that made a significant difference in their planning on what to do with this lump sum with this severance because they're going to have more money left over than what they were thinking. They had no idea that it worked that way. This is the reason we have whiteboards in all of our meeting rooms. It's like a little classroom in there. So when something like that comes up, we go to the board and we start walking through, look, here's how this actually works. So we can get them in the right place to go back to your GPS deal. Yeah. If you've got a guide who who knows where you need to go and they know the route to get you there, it's much better than relying on that GPS. I want to go back to Scott's atlas that he carries around with him still to this day. And, <laughs> yeah, probably has three people toting it behind him. He didn't him or use something. it to get from home to work. <laughs> He's all right. <laughs> anyway, I, I, the the key I think is, and I and I I get it. We can be technology dependent and and end up in a cul-de-sac and can't get out and almost missed our flight. Mm-hmm. But uh, the same thing can be said as far as retirement is concerned, and that's why we put together a three binder that is your atlas for your retirement. It is your guide. It yeah. is uh, the, the plan that we put together. It is the three ring binder to make sense of your three ring circus that you got on with your money and your finances. You've got to be sure that you've got a written plan because that plan outlines the strategy. It, it absolutely clearly puts forth the strategy that you're going to execute in your retirement. And Scott, that strategy is a bit of an all-weather strategy. Regardless of what may be going on, the the strategy will guide you through uh, the, the ups and downs of the market. The strategy gets adjusted for changes in your life. It is a strategy-based solution that we provide at GenWealth. I want to talk to people who are listening today that might have been doing it on their own all this time. Think about why the GPS doesn't work. Now, in that case, it was just, in my case, it was just flat out wrong. But usually, if the GPS is wrong, what's the reason? You put the wrong thing in there. Well, you put the wrong thing in there or it needs an update. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because it hasn't updated the the mapping system. So if you've been doing this on your own all, all, all this time, think about what we're saying. Asking for directions means asking for what's going on now. What's going on today in the retirement landscape that I don't know about? And as we bring Stephanie in on some of this, a lot of this revolves around Social Security decisions, too. And that's a place where I think updating is very important for people when it comes to retirement. It is. Um, Here again, we had dinner with friends a couple of months ago, and he turned 62 March this coming month, and he's ready. He wants to retire. He's going to stop working. And here again, he's a boat salesman. So I was pleasantly surprised last weekend when his wife you know, kind of understood what I was saying. He still has the retirement in his mind, but she said, oh yeah, Huey has decided to go ahead and work through the summer, of course, which right. really makes sense. I mean, where he's, where is he going to make his money as a boat salesman Yeah, during summertime. these summer months? So, you know, have that plan, but get that advice as well, because yeah, they're going to be a little better off for him working those few extra months this year before he decides to go ahead and, and Sign up for Social Security. Scott, the third tenet of GenWealth is that we are team delivered. And, you know, Stephanie's a great example of the of the breadth of knowledge that we can bring to the table. You know, I, I've been in this industry since 1988. 
Did I say that right? Is that right? It's a long, <laughs> a long time, time, buddy. Janet, not not so much further behind me. Uh, obviously, a lot of experience uh, to bring to the table as far as retirement is concerned. And so the the team delivered benefit of working with Genwealth Financial Advisors is you get that experience laid on the table as we formulate your strategy and educate you about the things that you need to do. So important when it comes to Social Security decisions, too. You could leave a lot of money on the table if you make the wrong claiming, uh, take the long, the wrong claiming strategy towards Social Security. And speaking of Social Security, we do have uh, two upcoming Gen Wealth Academy workshops just around the corner where you can hear Stephanie talk more about those claiming strategies for Social Security. We're going to let you take your spring break vacation first, okay? So, so get that out of the way. And then when you're well-rested, Make sure you make plans to attend. We'll make the plans now to attend our March 28th, either our March 28th or April 4th Social Security Workshop. Now, the difference is they're going to be in two different locations. March 28th is in the Embassy Suites in Hot Springs at 630. And the April 4th Workshop is at 630 at Saddle Creek Wood Fired Grill in North Little Rock. So a couple of opportunities if you're closest to Hot Springs or to North Little Rock. Sign up at getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash events. Absolutely free to attend when it comes to being education driven at Gen Wealth. This is what we mean. No cost to you. And we'll be talking about Social Security at both of those workshops. We'll take a break and be right back. Stay in touch with the Get Ready for the Future show during the week. Search Facebook for Gen Wealth Financial Advisors or follow us on Twitter at Gen Wealth FA. More straight talk about money after this break. We've got Gen Wealth Academy workshops happening in your area. To find out more, visit our website at www.getreadyforthefuture.com slash events. Now, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. You've heard something in today's show that finds you, find you, find yourself wanting to know a little bit more. Maybe you'd like to set up a, an appointment with a Gen Wealth Financial Advisor, and you can do that by calling this number, 501-653-7355. Again, it's 501-653-7355. You can also reach out via email. Just send an email to info at getreadyforthefuture.com. We'll get in touch with you and get you an appointment with an advisor in your area. We have offices in West Little Rock, Hot Springs, Bryant, El Dorado, and Northwest Louisiana. And that first appointment is always complimentary. There's no cost to that first appointment. Usually, spend We usually spend a couple of hours or more with our uh, first-time appointments. And we'll just ask you to bring a few items. And it's about a discussion with you and your spouse uh, hopefully they can both uh, both of you can attend the appointment and we'll talk about what is your ideal retirement look like some of the things we talked about in this show today setting your sights picking your destination what does retirement look like we'll talk about counting the cost of how to get there and then of course why we're here asking for directions taking directions from a trusted source to get there to make that destination we're in the home stretch of the Get Ready for the Future show on this first weekend in March, talking about a retirement road trip. We just talked about some of the topics we've mentioned on this show. Our final segment today is about charting the course. So far, we've set our sights on our destination. We've counted the cost. We've asked for directions. And now we find ourselves needing to chart the course. So what's that mean? Well, we've talked about charting a bad course in the last segment with the GPS, right? But charting a course to retirement may look different from person to person. It is as unique as you are. Google Maps often suggests several different routes to a destination, right? And sometimes they lead to the same place, but there's only a minute or two difference. Maybe there's a few miles longer here and there, and you have to choose. And you have to make that choice of, do I want to take the scenic route? Do I want to spend a little extra time? Do I want to see that along the way? Or do I want to get there as fast as I possibly can? Yeah, do you want the interstate yeah. or do you want the suburban route? Yeah. You know, you can go through and stop at all yeah. the stoplights and all of that, and that's usually not the way that I would go. Uh, or you can go the interstate, and that's usually the way that I try to 
get to wherever I'm going, but a lot of it does depend on the scenery sometimes, you know, if I know that I'm going somewhere and there's nice scenery, you know, uh, in this route, as opposed to that route, I'll take the scenic route and just check things out. So a lot of it does depend on what your taste is. And I think that's where, uh, when we sit down with a client, Janet, we go through the ready to retire process. We are trying to, to essentially customize that retirement to their taste, to yeah. their situation, to their needs, wants, and desires. Yeah, we've we've talked about uh, was the old song uh, "Put a little gravel in your travel." You know, get off get off the main roads and just spend some time slowing down. What do you want your your retirement to look like? Are you, you know, like if you were traveling to Eastern Arkansas? If this is a metaphor for your retirement, are you a Highway seventy person or are you an Interstate forty person? Those are your choices. And what do you want it to look like? And for you to be able to communicate those things of what you want in your retirement to your advisor, that's very important so that they can plan accordingly. Because, Scott, like you said, there are alternate routes. You mm-hmm. can go different routes and still make it to the same destination. What's important to you? And Stephanie, you have a good road trip story. I've shared the long version and been beaten up about my GPS story. I would like the opportunity to sit back and listen to somebody else tell the story. Well, can I, can um, I do that? Yes, that's okay. perfectly fine. Talking about alternative routes. Yep. Um, visited some friends in Phoenix, live in South Phoenix. Husband works for the Border Patrol. So he decides to tell my husband alternate route to go back, come back to Arkansas. And it's a lot of the roads that the Border Patrol um, people use, you know, These and are we very have southern roads. <laughs> yes, you have to watch out. Apparently, there's little if there's a lot of rain, there's sections that be kind of gullies. Oh my goodness! So this yeah, is we were very alternate. cautious, you know, yeah. but yeah. but it can get you back a little quicker than I think Interstate 10 or whatever that is coming back. So here again, we did fine going through Arizona. Um, I get involved reading my novels at the time and you know had a series of books for the long trip and wasn't really aware of where we were what was going on so we get through El Paso and my husband says well I guess we need to think about eating and I'm like okay but we just passed El Paso and he said oh we'll see find something else well I don't remember what (laughs) greasy spoon we picked but it was awful (laughs) horrible And in Texas is a big state. So, you know, the next stop was dinner time in Odessa. And Mm -hmm. there was not a lot in Odessa either. And it was way off the road to Mm -hmm. get to a decent restaurant. And to this day, it was a a very familiar chain. I won't name the chain. But we decided to eat there because we thought, okay, this will be a good experience. And they were off. I mean, it was probably one of the few times I have written the corporate office and said, oh, wow. this Ooh. was horrible. I mean, mm. my food was not delivered. We waited an hour. First it gets of all, down to writing a letter these to days. To the corporate it's office, yeah. yes. So yeah. if you ask our husband one of the horrible times we ate out, it would be between El Paso in the middle of nowhere and mm-hmm. Odessa. Mm-hmm. And so we, we remember... Yeah. Those those times. So, you know, I guess be aware if you're aware of where you are on the road, then you're going to take advantage of stopping at a better location. Yeah. maybe. You know, yeah. so we, that would translate over to retirement, too. And it's safe to say that Stephanie was not just hungry. She was hangry. Yes. <laughs> hangry. And then after she ate, she was angry, hangry. Let, let me say this as someone who has made that trip, not the, probably the alternate trip, but on Highway 10, when you say between El Paso and Odessa, that's about 10 hours. That yeah. is a long journey because yeah. you're going from the tip top or the edge of West Texas all the way into the middle of Texas. So I've been there. Yeah, I can I can relate to that except for the uh, the restaurant experience, although I can talk about that, too. But we don't need to get off on that. <laughs> right. So the point being here when we talk about these alternate routes is what is your route look like? It is indeed unique to you. And when we talk about, well, what does that really mean? Well, risk tolerance is some of that when it comes to investment strategy. But John, it really comes down to an income plan. It is about what income needs and wants do you have in retirement? And that is clearly different for every client who comes to GenWealth. It really is. And the the key here is to begin to set some goals. We are goal setters here at GenWealth. A goal without a plan is just a wish. Yeah. I am very fond of saying that hope is not a strategy. I hope that I'm going to be able to retire. I hope I'm going to have enough income. I what are hope you do my about money it? doesn't run out. Yeah. But what is it that you're going to do about that? Well, so this is why we have 
the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process. So let's walk through and talk about what does that look like. So step one, we sit down together and discuss where you are now and where you want to be in retirement. We get an understanding of what your required income is, what your desired income is in retirement, and and do what we call a gap analysis. So when we look at your required income, you're going to have some level of Social Security coming in. You might be blessed to have a pension. Do you need something on top of those two guaranteed income sources to cover your required income needs. We'll walk through that with you. Beyond that, step two, your team of advisors is going to go to work charting the course to your retirement. This is your personalized plan, your living document. There's never been another one created just like it because your details are very unique to you. Step three, if you're ready to implement that plan and begin to have investments to help you meet that course that we've charted, then that's the next step. And then beyond that, John, I would say one of the most important aspects of it is that we are more than just investments. Absolutely. So when you look at all of the other things that might encompass a a solid retirement plan, it really is more than just investments. It is dealing with the possibility that you might have to deal with healthcare issues in retirement. That is a uh, a large uh, certainty that you're going to, to have some healthcare issues. Either you or your spouse is going to need some type of long-term care at some point in your life. And so that has to be planned for, or it will consume a significant amount of your resources. Estate planning, things that, that you've got to look at of how you want to leave your wealth to your heirs. Do you want to benefit a charity? Things of that nature. We work with estate planning attorneys who come in and actually sit down and go through this plan with you and make sure that your wishes are taken care of there. Checkups along the way with your advisor, turning on income on your time frame. A lot of people may be doing work retirement, Janet. That is where they're maybe working part-time. And so they're not going to, to begin to draw from their retirement income as quickly as they maybe step out of their of their full-time job. Maybe they take a part-time job and maybe uh, delve into Social Security before they tap into their retirement program. So those are all aspects of the entire planning process that we go through at GenWealth. We call it the ready-to-retire process. And all you got to do is just plug in with us and understand the process and then engage in the process. You can call us at 501-653-7355. Anna Olive, our uh, client introduction specialist, will walk you through the details of the ready-to-retire process, help you to understand what it takes to actually get that ball rolling, and schedule you in with an appointment with the Gen Wealth Advisor, Scott. And when it comes to that income plan, you can see why Social Security is such a key component to it. Making the right claiming strategy to know how much guaranteed income you'll be able to receive from Social Security is a big component to that. And that's why we are offering two opportunities to find out more about Social Security and claiming strategies, utilizing Stephanie here, who's on the show with us today, uh, who spent many, many years working for the Social Security Administration and works with our clients toward making those uh, decisions when it comes to when to turn on income from Social Security. You'll have two opportunities to attend a workshop, one in Hot Springs, and one in North Little Rock coming up after spring break. March 28th is the date for the one at Embassy Suites in Hot Springs at 6.30. And April 4th is the date coming up at 6.30 at Saddle Creek Wood Fire Grill in North Little Rock. Either one of those opportunities, whatever's closest to you, both are absolutely free to attend. Dinner will be served at both and learn some things about Social Security as you Get ready to dip into the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process. Hey, that's all the time we have for today's Get Ready for the Future show. We thank you for being with us as we take this retirement road trip all month long in March. Join us again next week. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend. The Gen Wealth Financial Team is available to you 24 7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 844 869 PLAN. The Get Ready for the Future show is a production of Gen Wealth Financial Advisors, and opinions expressed are not those of this radio station and are for general information only. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. Gen Wealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIP. We'll